0: Welcome to Food for Thought, the podcast about living on the other side of the finish line. It's a bit of a mouthful, but we really wanted to make sure that we considered and discussed topics that contribute to our well-being in all the ways that make us human. So on that note, today's topic is relationships. Now you may be thinking that we're only gonna be talking about romantic relationships and we will, but we're also gonna be talking about relationships writ large because we are a social being. We need people, whether we're single, in a committed relationship, or some other version thereof. We may not all be in a romantic relationship, but we have seen good ones and not so good ones, and we probably have a vision of what we would like ours ultimately to be. I'm Carissa McKay, one of the health promotion specialists in Edmonton, and I'm joined today by Nicole Emerson, one of my awesome co-health promotion specialists, and a special guest, Tamara Maranudi from Community Rec, who runs the solo program. And we're going to be talking about relationships and what we need to consider to keep them in the green. Thanks for joining me today, Nicole and Tamara. Really looking forward to this.
1: Thanks, glad to be here. Thanks, Carissa. Me too. It's one of those things that's not really in health promotions wheelhouse, but it affects so much of what we talk about. Whether that is with respect to anger, stress, communication, or even nutrition, your relationships can be the calm in the storm, or the things that push all your buttons, or maybe even both.
2: And if you are here and on your own... And the other half of your relationship is on the other side of the country that adds a whole other layer of challenge, both to the relationship and just in terms of how you cope when you're by yourself, not necessarily by choice. How do you develop other relationships and what do you do with yourself to stay healthy?
0: I think that's such a good question. I think that we really need to ask ourselves, what is it that we need to do differently so that it becomes a little bit easier to make those friendships as adults when we've moved, especially in the military, when you have to move from place to place on a regular basis. So how do we not want to send our significant other to the moon, but at the same time, encourage ourselves and our spouse, if that's the case, or our partner to reach out and make those new friendships so that everybody has that connection that is so required wherever it is that you might find yourself. And I know that it's so much harder to make friends as an adult. And I also know for myself that I love being married and I love my husband, but sometimes I just want to do like in those old sitcoms.
1: Sure, and I think it's safe to say that for a lot of people, that may be the case. But as with pretty much everything we talk about in health promotion, it's how we choose to manage those moments that matter.
0: (laughs) And of course you're right. And we know that a lot of those older shows really didn't consider all the nuances that we now know have to be factored into everything that we do. Not because it's politically correct, but because it's the right thing to do. From the language we use to the ways we can access help, relationship health is getting more of the attention it deserves as we try to address everything from family violence to gender equality to inclusivity. So let's start with the Healthy Relationships Continuum. It's modeled on the Mental Health Continuum and is a really good way to get a sense of where things are at in your relationship. Although it's definitely not meant to diagnose anything, it is a really good place to start just to see how things are going for you.
1: Exactly. So for any of you who have taken our mental fitness and suicide awareness course, you will be familiar with the mental health continuum with healthy and green on the left and ill injured and in red on the right. Like Chris has said, it's not meant to diagnose anything, but rather give you some benchmarks of what to look for so that you can be aware of when things maybe start to slip or when things get a little less harmonious. When things are in the green, there is Respectful communication. Each partner is free to participate in activities with their respective friends and family. There is no coercion. There is laughter and together time as well as solo time. There is no fear or suspicion and things are by and large good. Maybe not white picket fence and bluebirds, but good. Both people are happy or content.
0: I was having a conversation as part of working group that we were on to try to make the family violence briefing for the members be more timely, relevant, whatever, and we were talking about that spectrum, that continuum. And sometimes people think of a healthy relationship as one where everything is super good, or that for whatever reason you can kind of downplay the stuff that you as an individual do. That's not, you know, it's not abusive by definition, but you know, if you say something, you call your partner a name, or you dismiss an idea, or you mock them, or you, you know, you do things that you don't really see as being on the spectrum or the continuum of family violence per se, but at the the same time, we have to recognize that it can be impacting how that other person is feeling in the context of that relationship. And so the idea that we are content and happy most of the time, I think we absolutely need to acknowledge that. But I think we also have to be really careful that we don't downplay the stuff that we do that maybe isn't in keeping with being a good partner. And for that matter, a good friend, you know, how do we treat our friends? Do we just assume because we've been in their lives for a long period of time that we can just get? away with saying stuff that's you know really kind of borderline unacceptable you know it will impact the relationship so I think that that continuum is something that we also have to be really really cognizant of for anybody who has read the HP weekly wellness blogs the episode on relationships from October 20th talks about relationships like lawns if you look over the fence and the grass seems greener it might be tempting to want to go there but the key message is that if you were to look closely you would see some dandelions there as well probably the same number of dandelions that are in your yard. So if you were to just simply deal with the dandelions in your yard, your lawn would be greener than you might have believed. And I think it's also important to point out that if you don't feel safe or you are fearful of anything that you know where to go for help, there is a downloadable sheet of resources in our podcast tab that you can access if you feel that things might be getting out of hand, or if you would just preventatively like to make sure that the grass remains green on your side of the fence. Because that's as much a part of healthy relationships as taking steps when things are getting rough. I recently heard it said that the best time to get a therapist is when everything is going well. For one thing, that means that you get to sort of test drive that person to see if you click and also to start to work on things that we all tend to start to take for granted after a while. So that preventive maintenance will really pay off if and when you do hit a rocky patch.
1: That is such a good point. I think that if we all had a therapist on speed dial, there would be a lot less sadness and heartache in the world. It can be hard to have to work to get things back from orange, whereas it's pretty easy to scooch back into green when you've only just slipped into yellow. The caveat again being that if ever there is violence or aggression, then therapy is not the answer. Reach out for help if you can and get the support you need for yourself and your kids if there are any. Make sure that you are safe.
0: Thanks for that reminder, Nicole, because let's face it, the reality is that all relationships are going to ebb and flow and change, and we need to work together to make sure that we start and stay a team. I love the saying that relationships are not 50-50. They're actually 100-100. There was a great discussion by Michael Kaufman that Petawawa hosted in October of 2021. He talked about the common stereotype of a couple, each representing two halves of a whole, but we are both 100% complete human beings when we're alone. So we don't need to feel desperate or like we need to be constantly together to be complete or in control. You are complete. You were before you were together and you still are. Healthy relationships start with healthy individuals. The solo program is about ensuring that the folks that find themselves alone here in Edmonton have a way to build meaningful relationships so that they have things to do and places to be and not feel isolated and lonely. And like they need to turn to the less helpful coping strategies of, for example, drinking, drugging, or gaming. And I think that this might be a good time for Tamara to jump back into the conversation. Tamara, can you tell us more about what the program does and how it helps to build positive relationships in the form of friendships? Sure. So the Community Recreation
2: Department at PSP Edmonton is offering a brand new program called SOLO. SOLO is a program for military members who have limited support systems in Edmonton. Whether you are here for a few weeks or longer, SOLO programs are developed especially for you to build community while staying fit and having fun. Ultimately, Solo is here for the soldiers to support their mental health and well-being. Connecting with the community, participating in recreational sports, and animal therapy are key tools currently used in our program. And when you get people together, friendships develop, and just like any other relationship, they take work to foster and maintain and weather the bumps in the road that are bound to come up. Humans are nothing, if not messy. Tell me
0: about it. I think that as my daughter grows up, she's 13 going on 21, that the messiness seems to increase by the moment. So, Tamara, what kinds of things can participants to the SOLO program expect?
2: Well, we have everything from therapy dog visits to bus trips to Marmot Basin. SOLO provides something for everyone to enjoy. Every Thursday, come join us at 515 in building 164 Block AB Lobby for free food and a bit of forced fun. Fun totally intended. At the end of the day, we just want to provide some fun ways that provide an opportunity to maybe see a bit of Edmonton, experience some different activities or maybe some of your favorite ones, and even do a bit of good, because we also know that doing something for others is super helpful for our own mental health, and that in turn, this can go into playing out at work. When we're in a better headspace or just in a better mood, those work relationships are going to benefit. So, it's just a real win win.
1: I think that sounds like so much fun. And honestly, it would be a great opportunity for anyone on their own looking for something to do. But I have to admit to being a wee bit jealous because I would like to do some of those things too.
0: I know. I was totally thinking the same thing. Variety, as they say, is the spice of life. And that's something that any relationship can benefit from. So, while COVID has made us appreciate the ability to lounge around in our sweatpants and stream all the Netflix or Prime shows that you want. It really doesn't do anything to push us out of our comfort zones, whether as a couple or as an individual date nights or nights out on the town, maybe not really out on the town, but nights out are just still really a super important way to keep that spark alive, whether it's a spark in your relationship or just the reason for feeling alive as an individual hanging out with people that you've got shared interests with having conversations beyond just what's for supper, or did you do the laundry? Or if you're in a relationship or have kids, where are the kids?
1: I hope never to have that conversation. If neither of us knows where the kids are, then we are in a really bad way. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: yeah, but you know what I mean? We want to have those conversations beyond the mundane daily
1: stuff. Oh, for sure. We need to be able to do the things that make us talk and listen and connect And we looked forward to trying new restaurants or activities or even just driving around looking at show homes or whatever.
2: And that's what we want the solar program to be. An opportunity to leave the four walls of your room or your house or whatever and get out and do something that maybe you've always wanted to try or doesn't exist from where you're from. And maybe gets you talking to someone and then you find out you have something in common and voila friendship forms. And that means that you now have a support person. And when you're having a bad day, you can call them up instead of just cracking open a beer or whatever.
0: Absolutely. And like we said earlier, relationships of any kind can be that calm island in the storm of life. So when we have those friends we can rely on or a partner who we know is there to support us, it makes it so much easier to weather those storms that are bound to come up in our lives.
2: For sure. So we hope that everyone who is in the Edmonton area, even if you don't actually live in the quarters, if you're here on your own, come out and have some fun with us. The program is created for those who are here on their own for whatever reason. And it's a great way for anyone married, attached or whatever to build community. I will not say no to anyone who is in need of building that community.
1: It sounds like an amazing opportunity for anyone posted on IR or on course in Edmonton and in need of some fun opportunity to get out and connect in a meaningful way. And for everyone else, get out the old handheld brain and look up what there is to do around Edmonton. There are so many awesome things to do here, from the Alberta Art Gallery, the Royal Alberta Museum, which is free to CF one card holders, the Mutart, to day trips to the University Botanic Gardens, Fort Edmonton, the Ukrainian Village east of the city, Elk Island Park, the list literally goes on and on.
0: So Tamara, is there anything else that you want to say about the solo program before we close this episode? Well, we do have a really cool program that is low on registration right
2: now. So I hope we can get more into it. Is We have the HOPE program, which has, I think, four different projects at the moment. One is building a little mini community library to be put in one of the parks here. Another is either going to be the bat box for the Garden Club or a outdoor skating rink for the community. And there is also we have a donated car that we are doing some maintenance on and then donating to Wounded Warrior. So you can sign up for all those projects or just pick one. It's $10 to sign up for all of them. So there is no discount if you just choose one or two. But again, 10 bucks for all of those projects where you just show up and help out and again, make a difference in
0: our community that's really what I'm pushing at the moment. That sounds amazing. I love those ideas so much. And the idea that you can hang out with some people who, you know, you might learn some skills from, or you might be the one that has the skills to share. I don't know anything about rebuilding a car. I would love to participate in that. So, and I think like wounded warriors is such a great program to really connect people to somebody that they can like relate to. So I think that that's amazing. So yeah, I, really anybody listening who's interested from Edmonton related to the military by yourself, need something to do, get in touch with Tamara. We will put her contact information on our tab because honestly I would come to the solo program just to hang out with the therapy dogs predominantly because honestly they are the magical ingredient that brings people together but I think just being able to hang out with people and do something fun outside of work time and you know just make the most of your time in Edmonton. Thanks so much Nicole and Tamara this has been super great. I feel like I now need to go get a therapist and hang out with some lovely therapy dogs and and maybe do some archery or or rebuild that car or build a mini library like so many awesome ideas. And say, Thank you all out there, everybody, for listening. And hopefully you've been inspired to take a look at your relationships, both the romantic ones and just the fun hanging around variety. We've said it a lot, but it's so true. We need one another. Let's make sure that we are there for others to lean on so that we have someone to lean on when we need that support as well. That's it for this quick episode of Food for Thought, but we're looking forward to another awesome conversation soon. So in the meantime, take care, stay healthy, and we'll see you on the flip-flop.